Texas Prison Story families, thank you for joining us. This is part three. Mr. Lee A. Larry, Ph.D., 42 years on the inside. Show me your book, Mr. Larry. Anybody that's watching this, and we know a lot of people are going to watch, please order a copy of this book. It'll explain a lot of things to you. And it's exactly what it says, Islam Demystified by the man himself, Mr. Lee A. Larry. Thank you, Mr. Larry. So this, uh, this episode is going to be kind of hard, it's kind of difficult, because it's touching on such a, a real subject, but anytime a man has to do something like 42 years, you're going to run into situations that you can't help, and you're going to run into situations that you can't control, and you're going to run into situations that you wish never happened. And we're going to talk about a couple of those. Uh, Mr. Larry told me there's a few things that he, you know, that, that happened during prison that he wished didn't happen. Some things that did, he was glad it happened, stuff like that. You know, it's just a lifelong situation and nobody can judge anybody when you're, you know, because you're, in, you're inside an institution. You have no help. You have no friends, no family, and you're by yourself. And sometimes everybody can be against you. And sometimes they can be for you. So it's just something that, uh, Mr. Larry, that's something we can't explain to the public. How do you explain to the public? When you have 1,999 men that you can't trust standing around you. Well, uh, you sort of get used to it because you ain't going nowhere. You can't escape. And, uh, Do you get used to it? You get used to it. Your situation going to change. You know not to trust these guys because some of them ain't worth a shit. You, you can see it in them. In 42 years, Mr. Larry, did you ever have a best friend? Yeah, I had I had best friend. Did? Did everything go right all that time? Yes, that's honest. That's that's legit right there. Then that's good to hear. Oh, okay. Listen, you told me about a time in the field, Mr. Larry. You said he was having a bad day. Uh, you was having. Tell us what was happening the night before. To start us off, what happened? Uh, we was out in one hole working on Ramsey One, and uh, I had been up all night trying to study for an exam, and I missed breakfast the next morning. I'm sleepy. I'm hungry, I'm tired, and we working like a damn slave out in the fields. And uh, me and this little Hispanic guy start having words. We working side by side. And we start having words, and uh, he got aggressive with me. And I ended up beating him to death. Like literally? Literally. Beat him to death. Wow. With your hands? Hands and a weapon. Yeah, well, you know, Ellison, that was the thing about this. <clears throat> what people need to understand in Texas Every man carries a giant weapon every single day. Every man in that field is carrying a tool that can kill you. And he's got it right there freely, can swing it. So, oh, we hate to hear about that happening, but, you know, the man got aggressive with you, and that was how things were handled back then. So you just did what you had to do, you know. But listen, what I want to ask about that, were there repercussions and what happened back then? No, uh, we came in from work and showered. I went and ate, went to the cell block, got into bed, get me some sleep. And later on, a building attorney came up to my cell and said, hey, they want you at the major's office. So I go down to the major's office. Uh, Red Ryder was the major, Major Stevenson, we call him Red Ryder. And he said, uh, hey, you know that boy died? He said, get up on that typewriter and type something up. He said, hell, you filed all them old bogus-ass lawsuits telling all them damn lies. He said, tell a lie now that'll save you. So me and the count boy got together and typed on my record that uh, I went to solitary, took one year of good time, it was a fight, and that was the end of that. Went back to my bed and got, went to sleep. 
So you got to write up your own disciplinary Write your own disciplinary. Boy, that Texas, man, I tell you what. There's no place like this, man. Oh, my God, Mr. Larry. So, listen, in that time, did he, any inmates try to retaliate on you? Any of his friends or anything? How did that work back then? No, in Texas, it was, it's, it's every, back during that time, it was every man for himself. So, you didn't get nothing but head up fades. No matter what the race was. Everything's head up. Would they, would they do the thing back then where you line it up? Would you have to sometimes line and fight three or four guys in a row type no, stuff? that ain't happening. That ain't fair. That's what we do now. It's not. It, you will if you mess up four guys. Sometimes you'll face four in a row, and they know you're gonna lose. See, back then they were still being fair. That's pretty impressive. So, wow. After that happened, uh, I mean, so I'm trying to put people in a, in type of perspective. When that happened, that was no big deal, right? No, it happened all the time. You beat a man to death in Texas back then. No big deal. Happens all the time. Go home. Go to sleep. That's the type of crazy situation it was, man. Uh, I'm like lost for words at that, Mr. Lee. I don't know what to say, but man, glad you made it. It had to be him or you. I'm glad you're right here with me, Mr. Larry, honest to God. Because it would be, that's what the type of situations that you're dealing with every day. It'll either be Mr. Larry or that little Hispanic guy here. And, and you know, it has to be one. And that's the situation that Texas was putting people in. So you told me back then that the system itself would encourage the fighting. Is that true? Yeah, they allowed you to fight. They give you a discipline every you offer. You fight, you don't get no case. So you Sleep. can fight, solve any problem you want. You, you inside the building, you can either use gloves or bare fists. It's your option. Did they you, have the gloves available? They had boxing gloves. So in Texas prisons, they had <coughs> boxing gloves available too. Boxing gloves. Did y'all have a ring or something? Y'all just fight wherever. They had a ring in the gym. But on the cell block, well, you just go to... Go to the back. Go to the back and take care of your business. You're still like that. In Texas, we go to the back stairs and get it on where there's no camera. That's just how it always is. Back then, what year did they first put cameras in? Did, what year did you see your first camera, Mr. Larry? First camera, uh, 2000, 2010. Man, yeah, 2010. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, man. I thought you was going to say 1985. You no. said 2010. I'll be damned. Okay. Well, damn, Mr. Larry, it's also uh, it's a lot of stuff, man. We're going to close that right there because that's enough. That's a powerful story, man, and it's true. We checked on it. Everything's legit, man. And that's just how Texas ran. So, Mr. Larry, show me your book real quick. This is Lee A. Larry, Ph.D., y'all. 42 years on the inside. Just a hard life, man. He's back out here right now. Y'all support him. Go buy the book at Amazon, y'all. Thank you.